The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Discover your geeky haven with Twink.com. We've been delivering you the best products and all things pop culture for more than 20 years. Enjoy a wide selection of officially licensed merch from your favorite fandoms. We carry top brands from Disney, Funko, Marvel, and DC, Star Wars, Harry Potter, and much, much more. We also offer an array of exclusives that you won't find anywhere else. With all these collectible goods, you're definitely going to need a bigger boat. Dive in with code WINGEEKS15 to save 15% off your first order at toink.com. Forgive the interruption, but I believe this requires your attention. Meanwhile, at the above-ground underwater suborbital volcano lair... Sergeant, we need a response team. We're already putting together the best man. With all due respect, sir, so am I. I have a plan. Mighty Marvel Geeks. That's what we call ourselves. Sort of like a team. Team? No, no, no. We're a chemical mixture that makes chaos. We're, we're a time bomb. Well then, son, you've got a condition. Your show about all things Marvel with Mike, Kylan, and Eric. What a bunch of losers. I am group. That I did know. These people may be isolated, unbalanced, even, but I believe with the right push... It can be exactly what you need. Suit up. I'm bringing the party to you. I have indeed been uploaded, gentlemen. Online and ready. And welcome to another issue. Here's that, Kylan. Issue. You said issue. And I'm very proud of you for that. Because, well, we know it's going to mess up at some other point in the show. But that's okay. I have a bad feeling about this. Yeah, she had to chime in, didn't she? Uh, <laughs> it is the intrepid duo, but we do have a field agent with us tonight, and he's been on the show before. So I'm going to go ahead and introduce us as it's Kylan, Bart, and myself, Mike. How's everyone doing? Good, man. Good. You're not authorized to access this area. Uh, no, Thursday, he's been cleared. So just chill. All right, just chill. Yum, 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 yum. That too. So. Seriously, I am waiting for you to just suddenly Thursday be doing the entire Meow Mix commercial. I know it's been said before, but. Yeah, it has been said before. I don't I don't know if it's going to happen. Check out the homepage, MightyMarvelGeeks.net. Yes, I am fully aware I am behind on it, but. You could check out our affiliates where those are current, such as Bitty Boomers. Use code WeebyGeeks for 15% off. Some awesome Bluetooth speakers. Um, I kind of actually like these one uh, inch and a half or one inch speakers better than my Bose Bluetooth speaker. <laughs> that says a lot. <laughs> um, also, too, check out our friends over at Red Flag Workshop, use code SMUGGLER3 for 25% off your purchase of some great 
fictional national park, national park ranger patches, like maybe from different Star Wars planets. And I say that because, well, you know, Star Wars is a Marvel license. Mm-hmm. Um, that is true. And well, we actually got a Marvel Star Wars story that came from Celebration. That's gonna, that we'll get to to open up the show. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, too, since we're talking Star Wars, use code Wookie for ten percent off all your saber needs at Rebel Sabers. And from Toink, uh, use code WinGeeks fifteen for fifteen percent off your purchase there, and you too can pick up something fifteen percent cheaper, such as the Marvel pick of the week, which this week is the Marvel Legend six inch figure two pack Spider Man Norwah and Spider Ham. They got that as a two pack. Yes, it's a two pack. Oh, yep, nice. It's from the Into the Spider Verse series, right? Or that series, Wave. And yeah, I I would consider getting this just because Spider Man Noir is pretty cool, and for Spider Ham, why wouldn't I? Right. Uh, and they had some others that were. They had a whole bunch of the that um, I guess a lot of the backstock of the Marvel Legends Civil War figures as well. Oh, really? Yeah, and there's a Red Guardian figure too. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Mm. A- and the Spider-Man with the bag on his head. <laughs> nice. So, um, so like I said, you know, Bart's joining us because, well, for some reason, the boss has called Eric to some event that even he doesn't know why he's being recognized. <laughs> because, well, any of us being recognized is kind of a fluke. That's why we've got the. Sure. Suborbital, yeah, above ground underwater suborbital volcano layer. Yeah, that. Which apparently there's a secret layer in Memphis, Tennessee, somewhere. It's either Memphis or Nashville. Really? Yeah, whenever I probably Memphis. When whenever I choose it on Instagram, uh huh, it pops up showing me. Uh, let me let me go to it again. Uh, let's see, secret layer. I'm sure it's Memphis because well, Memphis is awesome. Secret. It's all my Memphis peeps. I miss you guys. Secret volcano lair is is in East Memphis, Tennessee. East Memphis, Tennessee. Yep, over by the airport. Is it? Oh, okay. I could imagine what it is then. <laughs> it, it is a somebody has nicknamed something Secret Volcano Lair. That's a local business. Really cool. Now when next you time out I'm how, in town, maybe I have to swing by there and see what it's all about. It, it's uh address is let's say. It's between Mallory or between Capri. Is that road? It's on Sea Isle Road between Willow and Mallory. But it doesn't have an address. Uh, I can't pull a distinct address. Okay, well then that makes it even more of a secret lair. It does, and apparently it does have a Facebook page. (laughs) That's funny. So if if y'all been visiting, going, hey, mighty, you know, intrepid trio's been visiting. Cool. Secret volcano lair. We wouldn't mind a small cut for referral. So, huh. uh, celebration just happened in London. Star Wars celebration, big thing. Uh, it's turning. It's going to be a two part two parter over on Wookie Radio this week and next week discussing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got through Thursday and Friday on Wookie Radio this week, so we'll have Saturday, Sunday, and Monday to go through next week. Right. Oh man, what the what the craziness! Um, so, but the future of Star Wars comics was revealed earlier on at Celebration on the tenth. Uh, current Star Wars storytellers: Charles Soule, hey friend of the show; Ethan Sachs, hey friend of the show; Alyssa Wong. Didn't we have her on the show for her, her audiobook? Or no? <laughs> I thought we did. 
I'm pretty sure we did. Uh, was it um for the Doctor Afro audiobook? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. Yeah. Was she was she the reader of that? No, I thought she was the author. Well, because of the way it was done, uh, she was the scriptwriter for, for that yeah. audiobook because it was done like a radio play or a comic brought to life. So yeah, she was the yeah. writer. She was the writer on that show. Okay. Uh, on that on that book, um, maybe maybe not. I know she's been the writer of the comic for a while. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Scott, who we ha- we've had over on Wookie Radio, uh, and Mark Guggenheim uh, joined C.B. Sabolsky and senior Lucasfilm creative executive Matt Martin to reveal the upcoming sagas that, are, that will be gracing the pages of Marvel. And uh, C.B. Sabolsky is a friend of the show. Oh, he's not. I haven't had him on. I thought we had him on. No, I've been trying to get him on. Who did we have on? Tom Brevoort, Jordan Wallace. No, we also... We we had somebody else besides Brevort on. I was pretty sure we had Sabolski on. Huh? We've had previous editors and chiefs. Dude, I I'm ninety we, we have not had CB on. I want you CB. sure. I'm positive. I want CB on the show. We had the we had I, the I, vice I, president of publishing on. Yeah, Brevort. Uh, uh, but Brevort, what? Okay. And then we've also had uh, Agent M, Brian Panagas. Right. Those are the highest current staff members we've had on the show. Okay. All right. We have not had CB. That is, that is still a goal. Maybe uh, I'll see in the future. Hopefully. That's a great future to be seeing. <laughs> um, anyway, up, upcoming sagas to the comics will include Dark Droids, an ambitious new event launching this summer. Okay. I, I'm, I'm digging this thought. Dark Droids. Dark Droids. Uh, following recent events like War of the Bounty Hunters and Crimson Rain, Star Wars Dark Droids will be spearheaded by Charles Soule, who will write the main limited series along with artist Luke Ross. Okay. Launching in August. Hey, just in time for my birthday. Star Wars Dark Droids 1, will, uh, the event will also spin off into a new series and tie into the four ongoing series that are currently bridging the gap between Empire and Return of Jedi. Star Wars, Star Wars Darth Vader, Star Wars Dr. Aphra, and Star Wars Bounty Hunters. Uh, Dark Droids will be a rare horror-fueled Star Wars epic uh, that erupts when a new threat is unleashed to the galaxy, corrupting droids, cyborgs, and everything in between. Jeez. That means balance could potentially get affected because he is essentially a cyborg. Right. Uh, who or what is the scourge and why is no droid safe? As corruption spreads from one droid to the next, the Rebel Alliance and the Empire both face chaos. What role does Ajax Sigma from last year's Star Wars Revelations one shot play in all of this? Whose side is he on? I need to go back and double check to see if I even have revelations. And if I don't, why don't I? Mm-hmm. Um, but I am absolutely digging cover that they're showing on Marvel.com for, for book one. Mm-hmm. Really, really am. Nice. Actually, I'm digging all these first covers for uh, for the uh, Dark Droids series, or crossover event. Is this like the first crossover event for uh, Star for Star Wars or, or no? No. no. We've had Vader down. Yeah, that was the one that I was thinking of because I was just finished like the first series of that. Uh, there's been Vader down. There's been, um, oh, what came out after that? Because Vader down was amazing. Uh, Crimson Rain, War of the Bounty Hunters. Uh, but there was one in between. Oh, I don't remember. Hmm. It's, on the, it's on the tip of my tongue. I can't remember what it is. Um, 
Is it? I want to say it involved Vader again. Vader's castle was IDW. Um, uh, I can't even remember what happened. What came after Vader down? I mean, I remember Vader down, and uh, in fact, I remember. I'm pretty sure I read all of Vader down. The High Republic series, maybe. No, it's in Rain or the Palace. There was Hidden Empire, which came after Crimson. Uh, what came after? Um, I I, I can't figure out what I am. Let's see. Star Wars 6 um, Vader Down crossover. Screaming Citadel was next in 2017. I knew there was something. We went Screaming Citadel, then we went into uh, um, I think War of the Bounty Hunters, then Crimson Empire, Crimson Reign, then Hidden Empire. Now we're going to Dark Droids. Man, that forced me to go deep thought. <laughs> Did you figure it out? Yeah. Screaming Citadel. We, ah. we went Vader down into Screaming Citadel two years later. Okay. Or a year later. So, because um, then we had War of the Bounty Hunters, which let which spun off the, the Bounty Hunters series, making it the fourth right. ongoing. Because now right. you got Star Wars, Vader, Afra, and uh, Bounty Hunters is the ongoing. All the High, all the high Republic stuff, they were limited were series. Yeah. All right. They were, they were almost like chapter, chapter-esque. Okay. Okay type events it's mm-hmm. like the high trials and uh some else mm-hmm. there was like here's a, a story that would have been told in in a novel but we're going to spread it this story into the comics spread it gotcha. out. so um then i do have one uh another comic story since we're touching on comics avengers launches earth's mightiest heroes into a universe shaking cataclysm yes we could say big words on the show mm-hmm um, this May, superstar writer Jed McKay and artist C.F. Villa, uh, which you know him from Stormbreaker, will assemble a new team of Earth's Mightiest Heroes in for Avengers number one, which arrives May 17th. The lineup will be led by Captain Marvel, and it includes Iron Man, Thor, Captain America, Black Panther, Scarlet Witch, and Vision. Okay. These Avengers will quickly find themselves pulled into the tribulation events. A series of grand scale disasters that will spark upheaval throughout the known universe. Um, as part of these events, the Avengers will face classic foe Terminus as well as Ashen Combine, a group of bizarre new villains who delight in destroying cities. Unleashed by Kang during his desperate search for the missing moment in Timeless Number One, the Ashen Combine and the Fall of Impossible City are one of the many extraordinary challenges the Avengers will need to overcome as they are tested to see if they are truly great, the greatest heroes of all reality. Mm-hmm. So I I think it's cool. Uh, and of course, they're showing uh, Captain America in this being the Sam Wilson Captain America. Right. Um, but I think it's cool how the new Avengers series is kind of playing more along the cosmic level as the movies are, are starting to get into the cosmic and uh, magical level with the multiverse and stuff like that. Well, I'm definitely relating it to Kang when he's the big bad right now in the movies. Correct. I mean, smart, I mean, a smart move. I mean, how, how are you going to keep your, or how, how are you going to get your readership up, tied into what's going on on screen? That right. That new people are going to come in and go. I want stuff with King. Well, cool. There's a new series coming out next month that's going to be all related around King. Mm-hmm. Just know, comics are a little different than the films. Right. Right. 
but you're getting a reflection of what it is. So I I I think it's interesting that um how even though no in essence the MCU has their own and essentially their own separate universe and their own separate storyline uh they do a really good job of tying to a certain degree tying the two worlds together uh so that you even though you're not necessarily getting the same experience from one or the other but you're still getting to know some of these uh characters right you know uh, be, being able to get really a full picture of them if you think about it. Right. Um, now, over on comicbook.com, they have the character design sheets for the Ashen Combine, mm-hmm. um, such as Lord Inui, who almost looks like a lich. I was about to say the Ring Race. That too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, then you have Idol Abister, Alabaster, mm-hmm. who when I first saw him, I was like, oh, it's an owl. No, it's a little different than an owl, but it's a very cool looking character. I, I am. I like this character. I say Marvel Legends make this character. I want. <laughs> I want. Um, then there's the dead, which looks interesting. Uh, City Smith. Eh, it's not too bad. Uh, Meridian Diadem. Why does she look familiar? Uh, hold on. She has a she has a look that's very familiar. The name sounds familiar, actually. I, I, I want to say she's an original character. Obviously, she's an original character, but she has a look that looks familiar, and I can't place it. Mm. Um, Sorry. So yeah, that's the that's the Ashen combined. Mm. Um, okay. I almost want to say she looks like a a night sister from Star Wars. Yeah. But it, that's that's not it. That's not my initial reaction. Also, like Cobra from GI GI Joe. Yeah, sorta. Yeah, I mean her her head, her, the back of her headpiece looks very Cobra esque or Snake esque. I don't know. She looks familiar for some. I just maybe I'm thinking of Transformer. She has a very Transformer esque vibe to her, or Silverhawks, one or the other. Mm. Anyway, so yeah, that is the new comic book news um, from Marvel. So let's go next. I know that I, I know Bart's got a lot to say on this one. <laughs> Marvel's teaser trailer, which sends Carol Danvers, Monica Rambo, and Kamala Khan in a cosmic adventure. I literally just watched the trailer for like the fifth time today. <laughs> <laughs> so you haven't seen it? Oh no, not at all. <laughs> so your takes on this trailer? You said you you, you let me know. On Instagram, when I reached out, that you had a lot to say about this. Just one, the cats. All Lurkins. I could see, all I could see was that by the, the third time I watched it was Goose with a whole whole fleet of cats following him, and it was like, okay, I appreciate that. To the fact that they just went ahead and reminded us because it's been so long that. He is a flirkin. Mm-hmm. And actually, and you know, we'll get to that in the movie, but at least like they immediately just came out in the trailer and said, Hey, yeah, remember that thing from the end of Ms. Marvel? This is why. You know, you like that show? Here's the movie to watch. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I mean, when when I when I saw Goose and the Flurkins, I'm like, there's no like no other army like a Flurkin army. <laughs> So, uh, you know, 
Clerkin Goose has not gotten any love in the Marvel Legends line either. Just saying. Right. Now I, I now mean, I could go for is a, a, There is a goose with um with a fury that has a goose with him. Yeah. And then there's there's a Danvers with a goose, but there's no flurkin goose. The only flurkin goose I have seen has been uh Funko. And then Marvel with their um there was a Comic Con thing they did with with a flurkin goose. And that's been it. <laughs> but also this is there's so much secret like it feels like Secret Wars is coming if we didn't already know it just from that opening scene in the trailer with Fury. Yeah. Uh, I absolutely dug. Here's Monica doing her thing. And all of a sudden she, she goes into this portal and then comes back as her younger self. And then has gone all starstruck over. Oh my God, it's Nick Fury. <laughs> Who she has seen previously when she was a kid, when Carol came back. Well, that wasn't Monica as her younger self. Yeah, that was Monica as a younger self. No, that was um, Kamala. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because the three, because you remember, like, whenever apparently one of them used their powers, they all switch places. Okay. I thought yeah, that. Yeah, so she zapped out and Kamala zapped in. Okay. I, I thought it was, I thought it was younger Monica. I no. thought they did a time shift there. That's why she was so excited. Like, is this an Avengers thing? <laughs> is this training? I want to know how this is going to be explained because I'm, I'm digging this concept is when you have the next scene, you know, one of the next scenes in the, in the trailer is Kamala and Monica's Monica's describing her, what her power. Well, I could do this. And all of a sudden, boom, Carol appears and Carol staring at Monica going, how'd I get here? <laughs> so, but I do think it's cool that we are seeing, um, they, they said that was a sword base, right? That they're at in the beginning. Yeah, it's a sword base. Because you remember at the end of, um, which one was it? Captain Marvel. Remember at the end of Captain Marvel, in the, like the end credit scene, you see, uh, that's where you see Nick walking around on the base, and it, it was a sword base. Okay. Was that, I thought that, that was Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Spider-Man, not Captain Marvel, Spider-Man. But we also see, saw a sword in uh, WandaVision. Right. Well, do we see the base, though? We don't see the. Well, we see the Earth base, right. right? And in Agents of Shield, we thought we were going to see Sword when they were doing the space stuff, and we never saw it, right? But I think it was hinted at, so it was connected, right? And, 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 and they never, yeah, because that was like almost like a, a a completely different world, like at you know post um uh it was post Infinity uh, War, yeah. I mean, it, it was a lot different than Infinity War. And, it, and it's not sword, it's Saber. Yes. It's Saber Space Station. And there, there was the, and people have questioned what's the difference. Uh, sword stands for Sentinel Weapon Observation and Response Division. SHIELD, obviously, the Strategic Homeland Intervention Enforcement and Logistics Division. Uh, Saber, which apparently Furies with, is, uh, we have no clue what it stands for yet. Uh, and it is a creation unique to the MCU. It has never appeared on the pages of a comic. But after this movie, I guarantee you it will. Right. So with the MCU, we've seen Sword, we've seen Shield, we've seen Hydra, we've seen AIM. Yeah. And um, Iron Man three? 3? Okay. Yep. What other agencies out there have we seen or not seen? Uh, 
Let me see. This is, this is the challenge. Sword, shield, aim. Hydra. Hydra. Um, Spider-Man. First one. Oh, uh, but, 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 but the, uh, the, 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 the um, damage. Damage control. Damage control. Damage control. Yeah. Damage control. Um, Still want that series. Yeah. That series it's been was long enough since that other one was off the air that. I, I think it'd go great on Disney Plus, even animated at this point. I mean, point. Te- and technically, we did get. Well, no, that's not an organization. That's a team. Forget it. What? I'm about to say Howling Commandos, but that's a team. Yeah. Yeah. Um, trying to think of what other organizations. You know. Uh, okay. Alpha Flight, we haven't seen yet. Right. Um, We've seen Red Room. Seen Red Room. Here's the deal email us at mightymarvelgeeks.com. Er, MightyMarvelGeeks at gmail.com and let us know who oh, we're missing. Oh, um, I, I just looked it up on Wiki. Um, GR, the GRC uh, in uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. yeah. If there's anything else we're missing, email us at MightyMarvelGeeks at gmail.com. So we look forward to hearing from you guys. Uh, so with the trailer, um, I'm kind of excited. Yes. I, I don't know where we're going to go. And I think for a teaser trailer, this this was ideal. It gives a tease. It doesn't tell too much of the story. We don't get a lot of the story. This is what a trailer should be. Versus, this is what it, you know, the five minutes of this tell you the entire movie before you see it. Right. To me, at this point in time, Hollywood needs to stop making actual trailers and just do teaser trailers because they tend to put in regular trailers, either stuff that never shows up in the movie or they spoil too much of, the mo- of a, a major plot line in the movie. Which is why I avoid trailers now. You get, you get one out of me and that's it. I've gotten, I've gotten like that about every movie that I really want to see. Like, uh, I, I was like that about Dungeons and Dragons. I was like that about John Wick. Uh, you get one good trailer out of me, and that's all I need. I, anything beyond that, I don't need to see. But you know, if you do a teaser trailers the way they did this one, mm-hmm. I'm gold. It gets me hyped about it. Yeah, it does its job of telling you, hey, this movie's going to be coming out. This is what it's about, and that's it. Right. You know, it's going to, we know that's going to bring the three characters together. Right. But does Monica become a Marvel or are they just going to call their team the Marvels and she stays as, as a Spectrum or Photon? I think they said Spectrum with her. Yeah, Spectrum. Yeah, she's Spectrum. Like, I believe uh, there's a figure of her already in in his Spectrum. spectrum. Yeah. Right. Um, But we did see her in the multiverse as a Captain Marvel. Right. But that was in a separate universe though. I don't, right. I, I, that, that might've been the same way they handled, uh, what captain. I mean, uh, Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. It's like, and, and Danvers became spectrum maybe. Or, or Danvers never got yeah. powers. I feel know? like this, I feel like this version of her is still, she still got a bit of, hatred or frustration with uh carol that that may not actually happen that's right. why we, that she would take the marvel name at the moment right. but yeah. this is building to her maybe down the road taking the marvel name and, and they, 
and they, and, they, and, they turn, and they turn this into the Marvel version of the Lanterns. What's the Marvels? Maybe. Which is a possibility. Right. I mean, I guess the thing is, like, one of the things that they talked about was that all three of them, in essence, have light-based powers. Yeah. You know, they're all cosmic. So I don't know. And, and, I don't know if they're all cosmic, but they just manifest differently. And, or what? And the, and the impression I'm getting, too, is um, like with Kamala in the in the bracelet, you know, where that pulled out the power in Kamala. Mm-hmm. There's an element in that that is drawing the powers from from all three of them or to all three of right. them. So uh, I loved how Danvers' costume in this is getting even closer to the comic look. Yes, I, I did not notice it. So I'll ask you guys: Did you guys see a sash on her? I thought I saw a sash. I thought so. Yeah. Then yeah, that that would be awesome to see that next adaptation. Mm-hmm is let's let's get the sash there i'm cool with that because i really like that look in the comics yeah you know she has the sash and i, and I think that's part of what inspired uh kamala to do her sashing around her neck her traditional um uh, muslim piece around her costume is it's mm-hmm. her it's her sash mm-hmm. well yeah because she was trying to do more of a at least in the comics she was trying to be more of a captain marvel costume Right. And she I, just adapted it as they became hers. But I, I loved how in the Miss Marvel series, how her mom helps develop the new look. Right. I said, yes, yeah. you're a Marvel, but let's do this to make you look more from from your culture. And, and I love that look about it. So um, to continue with Marvel MCU news, Pearl Star. I don't know what Pearl. Oh, what's Pearl? Pearl was a prequel to the movie X. Uh, they're both horror movies. Pearl is more kind of a slasher, but she, Mia Goss takes like, okay, I'm going all overboard, and I'm going to take that to a billion. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you said Mia Goth. Mia Goth is joining the MCU in Marvel's Blade in the reboot in an undisclosed role. Ah. Uh, apparently, she had become a quick favorite after many of her breakout roles in A24's X and the Secret Pearl, uh, which now I may have to go watch because I hadn't seen. Um, but uh, according to the initial report from Deadline, it's unclear exactly who she's playing, uh, though it would make sense for her to play one of the vampires in the Pantheon, given the history of Blade coupled with the actor's resume. Right. Uh, the film has itself gone undergone several changes, being bumped from its November 3rd date to September of next year. Uh, it's lost its first director, Assam Tariq, who departed the project because of scheduling concerns. At the same time, Watchmen alumnus Stacey O.C. Kufor left as a writer, paving the way for a rewrite from Michael Starbuck. Mm. So um, the question has also come up that since there was... Uh, one of the post-credit scenes of Chloe Zhao feature, uh, feature with Whitman, um, you know, Harrington, opens the chest to find a familiar heirloom known as the Ebony Blade. He's interrupted off-screen by an off-screen voice, uh, which we find out is his blade. Mm-hmm. Um, the question is, is there going to be any ties of the Eternals into this film? That's still up in the air as well. I feel like they had anticipated doing that, and then... Eternals didn't go the way they wanted it. Yeah. 
But you know what, though? I feel like that they almost need to double down on that. Uh, I, I, I do only because um, I feel like that the Eternals in and of themselves have a lot to offer, given the fact that they they've been around since the dawn of mankind. Um, just because their initial movie, which, mind you, still did well compared to other movies. Now, if you compare it to other Marvel movies, it's not it wasn't as strong a performer. But if you look at it compared to other movies, still a strong performer. I yeah. say I think I think they need to they the OK, I'll, I'll, I'll put it like this. The Eternals was not the epic failure that the Inhumans was. True. You know, it wasn't. Um, and and we all, I, I pretty much think if you ask somebody if they gave the Eternals a second chance, you would find that it was more enjoyable because you, you kind of go into it that second time knowing that this isn't a whole new world for you. You're not having to learn a whole bunch of stuff. You already know. You know, the, the first the Eternals did a lot because it was introducing new characters and not just uh, not just one or two new characters. There were what? Seven of them? It was an entire team. It was an entire team. So you had an entire team with an entire backstory going through the history of mankind. That's a lot for one movie. A lot. Now. If you, I guarantee anybody, and you could do this, and if I'm wrong, please write us and tell me. Go back. Try the Eternals a second time. I promise you, you're going to like it. You're going to find it more enjoyable the second time around. In your head, you're saying, oh, it was a slog. No, it, it was a lot because you were going into it blind. That second time, you're not going into it blind. I guarantee you, you're going to enjoy it the second time around. I can't believe I'm saying this, but almost as if they went the Morbius route and put it back out in theaters again. Oh, because I feel like it came out during it came out during COVID, didn't it? It did. Yes, I feel like even though it's on Disney Plus, it's one of those two. You know, it's like getting everybody together to watch it. Mm hmm. You know what? Do it. Do it. You know what? Why? What? What is there to lose? Look, the movie's already made its money, right? Um, you know what? Just out of curiosity, because every let's, now and then that movie comes up with us. Let, let Let me pose this question then. Okay. Would you go back and give a second watch to Inhumans? You know what? I I would be willing to give it. I'll be willing to give it a second. A second watch um i would uh ju- just for the fact that maybe maybe i just maybe i wasn't in the right headspace for it because i've gone there's a few series that when they were new i didn't like it i went back after a few years and watched it a second time and really enjoyed it you know so yeah because eternals was 2021 okay um okay Here's the thing to think about. Eternals, the budget on Eternals was $200 million. It made 402 
$1.1 million. That's not a flop. No, but and a lot of that money was mostly because overseas. of the actors. Oh, that was also overseas. Yeah. What brought in mm-hmm. a lot. So I guess the question could be, um, is the Eternals overrated? I think it's underrated. Yeah. You still think it's underrated? I, I still I still think it's underrated. Here's the thing. It's a different kind of Marvel movie. Like, and as much as people, as certain blogs want to say that Marvel movies are all the same, blah, blah, blah. They all want to say that. But the minute you, pre- you present something different, they start crying and belly aching because they're not getting the same thing that they got with Captain America, with Iron Man, with Ant-Man or whatever. And so if you even change it just a little bit, they don't like it. The thing is, the Eternals was a more more of an epic story. It, it's epic in the same along the same lines that um, Dune was. Okay, it is a big story, and it's the kind of movie that you have to pay attention to. Um, you know, this is the first time that there are wholly new characters. I mean, there's like you know at least so with the first movie with Iron Man for the movie going public unless you touched a a comic book in the last 10-15 years whatever a lot of people generally didn't know who Iron Man was so you had to pay attention right most people to some degree have heard of Captain America and the truth is in some way you kind of know who Thor is but even by the time you get to Thor there are some familiar characters because you got you see Nick Fury in there for a bit. You see uh, Agent Agent Coulson. Um, so there there are some familiar characters in there, even though you're getting introduced to Thor. But the Eternals, there are no pr- familiar uh, Marvel characters at all. This is completely new territory, and it's a different kind of story. And people didn't know what to do with it. I think they were intrigued, and maybe the uh, the length was a little much, and uh, the breadth of the story was a little much. But I think if you give it a second chance, you're going to come away with a different feeling about it. I, I really believe that. And I'm not saying that as a Marvel apologist, because I will say there are some things that Marvel – has done that may not have been totally great. I'm talking about Thor to Dark World, you know, but at the same time, I think that uh, I don't believe that Eternals has gotten a fair shake either. I really don't. I think it, people need to give it a, a second chance. I really do. I, I don't think um, Inhumans have gotten a, f- a fair shake. I mean, yes, I will admit it was a hard watch for me. Mm-hmm. What they did over the eight episodes, they could have done the first four episodes and then did a second second story arc with a subplot combining the two two arcs. Um, but I I thought too right away when we see Medusa and then Medusa's hair gets cut mm-hmm. in that first episode. It's like all right, they're, they've blown all their budget on Lockjaw. They don't yeah, have right. it for they don't have it for Medusa. Right. I mean, I mean that was money well spent. <laughs> Yeah, but I still would have wanted to see more yeah, I agree. of true Medusa. So just saying. I mean, I really would I'd be willing to give I'd be willing to give uh 
uh, in humans the second uh, second shot, especially now since they're kind of hinting, and I'm not sure which way they want to go with it. They're kind of hinting that uh, Kamala Khan is inhuman. I know they're they calling it a mutation, but in the comics, she's in she's, yeah. inhuman. she's in, inhuman. Yeah, it's just she would not be exposed to her inhuman powers the way as far as we know the way she would have been in the mcu with the terrigen right so i mean is inhumans on uh disney plus i believe so i think so i mean i i, I will legit give it a second it shot is. it is on disney plus yes okay so very cool um last couple stories that i've got hello fresh teams up with marvel studios for a guardians of the galaxy volume three inspired snack kit what yes you heard right according to hello fresh zarg nut so i'm starting over hello fresh announced their partnership with marvel studios <laughs> guardian of the galaxy guardians of the galaxy volume three for a new limited edition guardians recipe adventure series and Guardians snack adventure kit the kit will allow fans to create HelloFresh versions of two intergalactic snacks, Zargnut Bites and Mango Milky Fizz, as inspired by the snacks found on Nowhere. Mango Milky Fizz. According to HelloFresh, Zargnut Bites feature crushed pretzels, salted cashews, sweet chai, sweet thai chili sauce, and chocolate chips that come together for a salty, crunchy snack with a bit of sweet heat. The Mango Milky Fizz is described as being an otherworldly drink that features apricot jam, coconut milk, well, Melissa can't have it because she's allergic to coconut, uh, seltzer, and mango bits for a bubbly and sweet drink that pairs nicely with the Zargnut Bites. Each kit comes with pre-portioned ingredients and, and a step-by-step -step recipe cards to make two servings of each at home. The kit also comes with collectible milk cartons and a jar with the cosmic designs inspired by nowhere. Okay. Fans can claim their limited edition Guardian Snack Adventure Kit starting Monday, April 17th at noon. Additional kits will become available on Monday the 24th and Monday, May 1st. They are available first come, first served, and a HelloFresh description is not required. Hmm. So, uh, guess what? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, seems like Monday I'm going to be trying to place an order. <laughs> yeah. I want Especially to. if you don't need a subscription for it. Yeah. I, I, I would love to know how much this is going to cost. But just for the, just for the collectible containers alone. Right. So, yeah. And I mean, especially if you have the option, you have the chance to blame someone for eating all the hard nuts. Um, maybe my daughter, but my, my wife won't probably won't touch the sweet Thai chili. Mm. But man, this all sounds so good. I would consider getting two of these so I could get two of the jars and four of the milk containers. Mm. It's the way to go. Right. I I I want to know how much the thing is, it says it's coming, but it doesn't tell you how much it is. No. Well then it says that you get more they have more options come May first. April twenty fourth and May first. Right. So maybe I buy Monday and then I buy again on May first. Perhaps. That may be the way I do it spread it out but i'm getting at least one of these for sure without a doubt i'm getting at least one of these right i mean i, I, I gotta go to my mobile thursday hey siri set a reminder for monday april 17th 11 55 a.m what do you want to be reminded about hello fresh okay i added it done i'm set <laughs> <laughs> it's on air <laughs> you know and I, I think it's appropriate 
if you think about that Guardians of the Galaxy 3 comes out the same weekend as Free Comic Book Day. Because yeah. Free Comic Book Day is the first the first Saturday yeah. in May. May 5th, yeah. So unless, unless they moved it again, but... No, I believe it's May 5th. And yeah. of course, that Friday is Star Wars Day. Right. Mm. Now, I will tell you guys that I may or may not be available to record because I already got our tickets uh, for Thursday night. We are considering going Sunday to AMC because apparently Sunday at AMC, if you go to a Sunday showing of Guardians 3, you get a free commemorative ticket. Oh, cool. So I'm looking into that, which I'm okay with because I shouldn't be off that Sunday. I'm hoping so. I know. I, I think I, I get the feeling there's going to be some pretty sweet swag since this is essentially the last at least one. the last Guardians movie for this team of Guardians. Yeah. I don't know. There may be more Guardians movies, but not with this team. And then um, let me say it's muted. This video popped up. If it's important to our oh. nation. Okay. Um, this last story is, and, and I, I said it on, I, I shared it on Facebook. It's about the strongest Avenger, Jeremy Renner. He deserves mm-hmm. that. He deserves that title. I mean, with what he went through and did, and, and that to me, that was a true hero or move that he did. Well, yeah. Sacrifice his life to save family member. But, uh, but apparently Jeremy Renner gets a hilarious message from Paul Rudd after the injury. Yes. <laughs> so, um, he, he so the, he sent it through cameo. Yep. It says, "Hey Jeremy, I hear you're a little banged up. Got into a fight with a snowblower, apparently. Uh, anyway, just wanted to send you this video. It's really from the heart. I hope you're feeling better. Sounds like you are. Apparently, you're you're a pretty tough guy. So uh, maybe I'll get to meet you one day. Wouldn't that be something? In the meantime, take care and take it easy for a while. And uh, maybe next time, just let the snow melt. Feel better, Jerry." <laughs> I, I could see Paul Rudd doing that. Yeah. Yes. So um, I, I'm, I'm glad he's able to legit joke about this now. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard that the uh, the show with his interview is absolutely amazing on Disney Plus, the 2020 mm-hmm. special. Um, mm-hmm. And of course, his new show just dropped. Yeah. Um, Renovations. Renovations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely want to check that out, too. Um, but I, I've been a Jeremy Renner fan for the longest time, I mean, I, w- I was a fan of his, you know, from his um, um, Mission Impossible days, um, the Hurt Locker, yeah, with him and Anthony Mackie. I, I, I was trying, what like, I movie. remember seeing him as SWAT. Yeah, he was like, in SWAT. Yeah, now I'm trying to remember if if he w- he ended up being one of the bad guys. Yes, yeah, and that was a really good fight uh, between him and uh, Colin Firth. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's got a lot of great roles. Um, I mean, I can look up his IMDb right now. I'm sure there's going to be more things that we know him from that were like, duh, how did we not see that? Mm-hmm. Um, I know he's, I, he, uh, he was on one, he was on one of the nighttime shows and they were asking him, you know, about what, how, how was he handling, you know, recovery and everything? He said, well, you know what the really good thing is about this? And he said, what? He said, I just freed up the rest of my year. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, really? Yeah. He says, I don't have to do anything. And I'm like, <laughs> he's not wrong. 
Nobody's gonna, like, dude. You, you I, I, I'm sorry. I'm recovering. <laughs> you know. Tag. It was in Tag. Great movie. Oh man, loved that movie. That, that's a channel stopper for me if I see it on on TV. You know, I've never seen Tag. It looks like the kind of movie I would oh, really like. It's amazing. Uh, Hansel and Gretel, Witch Hunters. Holy, forgot he was in that. Right. I haven't actually seen that one. Um, he Born, was in the Born Legacy. I remember that. See, that, basically, but I, but that I wasn't, unfortunately, that's one that does not count in the Born series. Apparently, and I've just never been into the, the Born into that franchise. Just never appealed to me. Lords of Dogtown. He was uncredited. He was a voice in Catwoman, the game. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mission Impossible too. Quite a few Mission Impossible. Well. Oh yeah, he I was forgot in he an was... episode of Angel. Yeah, and C- and CSI, the original CSI series. He was also in National Lampoon. His first movie was National Lampoon's Senior Trip. I remember Senior Trip. What? Totally forgot all about that one. Too. So, um, final thoughts, guys. Uh, I I don't have any uh any additional thoughts actually. No. That that was no bark. That would be a no. That'd be a no. Well then, um. Again, email us mightymarvelgeeks at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter or Instagram. Well, Twitter at Marvel Geeks, Instagram at Mighty Marvel Geeks. So hit us up. Let us know uh, whatever your thoughts are about Marvel in general. Now, we'll entertain everything. Um, and uh, actually, Bart, I'll let you have the honors of uh, closing us out tonight. I completely forgot what the line is. <laughs> Thursday, if you would. Thank you. Not a problem. I haven't listened to it this week. Thursday, we didn't record last week. That would explain it. Thursday, if you would, please. All wrapped up here, sir. Will there be anything else? Time to go dark. 